Spence, still sliding into Jada Pinkett Smith's DMs in hopes of an entanglement. It's the Church of Spence-tology podcast. Man, we've made it to another episode of the Church of Spence-tology podcast. My name is Spence. I am an unemployed radio disc jockey. Hello. (laughs) By the way, I probably said this before. When you lose your job in radio, all of your friends that know you from radio and subsequently think you're funny or entertaining, they always suggest that you, hey, why don't you, uh, you know what you should do? What's that? You should do a podcast. And it's, it's awesome. I enjoy doing this. It's not like I have a lot of things going on right now, you know? But, but they think that it's, not that, that, not that it's simple that, you know, hey, I like this guy. I think other people would like these guys. And, and it's a good idea. The issue is, it's like any other form of entertainment. You're, you're trying to put something together that people are going to like, but it's a, it's a busy intersection out there. You know, there's lots of people going this direction and that direction. And you're just trying to, you know, you're trying to be that, uh, that spaghetti noodle that sticks to the wall. And it's very difficult. So every week, I wonder not whether there's going to be another one. Because I'm like, man, why even bother? Seven people listen to this. And I was exaggerating, by the way, when I said seven. No, there's more than that. And thank you so much for listening to the Church of Spenstology podcast, episode number 137. Uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Redskins and, and the name change that is due at some point. You may have heard that there was a... a <laughs> this is funny, actually. The, the news release about Dan Snyder and the Washington Redskins uh, deciding to change the name and the logo was put out on Washington Redskins' (laughs) masthead with the name and the logo. And frankly, that just makes me laugh. Uh, So we'll talk about that and and maybe not get into some of the possible names because there's been a lot of great name ideas for what the Washington's NFL football franchise should be called. There's been a lot of stupid ones, too. The Washington Karens keep going around, and I think that's pretty funny, but obviously that's not going to be it. So uh, we got that coming up in just a second. Also, a song of the week. Uh, uh, an update from the Karen News Network on the way in just a second. Um, but I want to talk about a buddy of mine, because the mask debate continues. Today, officially, California shut everything down again. Restaurants and bars and gyms and all this stuff. Because the cases in California are going nuts. Now, we're Nevada, also known as Eastern California, and we tend to follow suit. We share a lot of people, man. We have a lot of relatives over there and vice versa. And they come here a lot, and we go there a lot. That's the closest beach we can get to, you know. So... The mask debate continues. I don't understand why it's a debate. I, I don't want to get into it, but I am frustrated by those that don't seem to understand how or why a mask slows the spread of COVID. But, but beyond that, so I'm talking to my buddy who lives in Nashville, Tennessee. Like many other states, Tennessee is climbing up on cases and, and everything. And he tells me in a conversation that he's not, you know, I'm not wearing a mask. No, I, I don't like it. I feel uncomfortable. I won't wear a mask. And I'm like, why? And with him, it wasn't an argument as to whether or not uh, it had any scientific bearing on you know, slowing the spread. It was, he felt that wearing the mask because our government said so was conditioning him for something. Like... They're just trying to get it into your mind, so later, putting on a mask won't be so unusual, and they're going to trick us in some way. 
That's what I'm taking from it. And I asked him, because he's 44, I said, okay, Jim, you know, give, give me some other ideas of how the government has been conditioning us. And he, t- he went on about a- airports. And obviously, since 9-11, there's been a lot of changes. And uh, he, he was pointing out that, you know, you go through the scanner, and they're basically seeing you naked, and, and then make you take your shoes off. And I said, buddy, so what you're saying in your 44 years of life, this evil, dastardly government of ours has conditioned you to remove your shoes. (laughs) What evil plan? (laughs) You know what they're going to do? I just thought of this. They're going to condition us to remove our shoes and then cover the entire planet with broken glass and Legos. (laughs) Then they'll get us. But seriously, in his 44 years, the only thing he could point out, well, they made us take our shoes off. And now they're making us wear a mask. What could the U.S. government be doing? What could your state government be doing, conditioning you for, for the future? To put on a mask, to protect others from a disease that we're having trouble with, and and stop it from spreading to other people. And I thought to myself, well, maybe maybe they're just conditioning us to be more polite. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Maybe part of this dastardly evil plan is is a way to make people put the friggin' shopping carts back in the shopping cart corral. Maybe not, you know, pee on the seat. (laughs) I don't know, maybe it'll, you know, encourage people to use their turn signal when they're driving. Maybe it'll help with the courtesy of not standing right on my back when I'm at the ATM. That'd be nice. (laughs) <laughs> maybe at movie theaters it would it would encourage people to stop using their phone or for that matter maybe they would open their milk duds before the movie started so i wouldn't have to listen to the crinkling and whatnot so i can enjoy the movie maybe it'll be that we all learn to smile with our eyes <laughs> wear a mask okay Simply put, let's talk Redskins in just a second. Also, an update from the Karen News Network. But first, a TikToker makes a server's day. Okay, so I'm on TikTok, and I do this thing every week called the Venmo Challenge, where I ask my followers to Venmo me 25, 50 cents, whatever they can. Uh, so whenever I go out on the weekend, I can set the server really well. So I'll be taking you 628 bucks. No way. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't believe you. No way. So that happened at a Cheesecake Factory in Baltimore on the 4th of July. The uh, TikToker in question is Lexi Katie. She started something called the Venmo Challenge. So she asks her followers to donate what they can, even if it's just a few cents. And then she takes all that money and she leaves a huge tip at a restaurant. So that server there in Maryland got a $628 tip. That's a lot of cheesecake, man. And a hell of a lot more positive than a story about a Karen. By the way, the Church of Spenstology podcast is brought to you by KNN, the Karen News Network. This is KNN. I need to speak to your manager. The Karen News Network. Karen attacks an innocent rack of masks at a Scottsdale, Arizona area target. This is over. This is over. Yay! This is over. Employees asked Karen to clean up the mess. No, I'm not doing it. We don't. We don't want any of this anymore. This is over. No. Uh-uh. No. Do you, why? Why? You let everybody else do it. You let everybody else do it. Why well, can't do it? Because I'm a blonde white woman. 
Later, Karen and her $40,000 Rolex were arrested by police. All Karen, all the time. This has been a Karen News Update. This is KNN. I am calling the police. The Karen News Network. It's the Church of Spenstology podcast. For the Washington Redskins' new nickname, he would have recommended the Four Skins, but that would have been a dick move. Here's Spence. Always got to send out love to uh, my buddy Professor Blue and Caster Troy. This is their song. It's called Late Night Touch. And I think it's cool that we call it the official theme song of the Church of Spenstology podcast. More than that, it's just cool that he lets me use it, right? Episode 137, my name is uh, Spence, and we're going to get into the, uh, the drama and the announcement that came out today about the National Football League franchise in Washington, D.C., changing the name of its team in just a second. Because here in Vegas, we're familiar with this. UNLV has been the Rebels. Its, uh, its history has, has Confederate iconography all over it. They've removed a Hey Reb statue. Whether the character Hey Reb, which many argue is a mountain man, will come back, we don't know. The team name Rebels, whether that will come back, uh, we don't know. I mean, the running Rebels back with 1990 in the NCAA championship, it's got a lot of tradition and history to it. But we don't know what's going to happen. We know Ole Miss, they're the Rebels. They've kept that name, and they changed they changed their mascot. It's, uh, it's like Terry the Landshark or something. And then right up the road in St. George is a place called Dixie State University. I drove up there to go camping last week, and, and I forgot about it. But it's beautiful university, and I looked in the—I uh, just looked on the internet, and I saw that they're considering changing the name of Dixie State University because of Dixie, which is a reference to the South and you know the Confederacy. And I did some research on it and, and found out that the, the area was settled by Mormons from the South. That's why they called it, you know. Dixie College back in the day, and it had all the stuff. It had a statue with a guy on a horse and a Confederate battle flag, which they removed years ago. They called it the Rebels, you know, in 1956, and they kept it going. They had a Confederate flag as their main emblem in like 1960 at Dixie State. And, you know, slowly but surely they've gotten rid of that. And like 1993, they, they, they got rid of Rodney the Rebel, who was their mascot. And then they went from what, the Red Storm until oh, what they, i think they're the trailblazers now with brooks the bison <laughs> harmless it's almost like they've taken these mascots they're like oh oh this is kind of vicious oh the army and everything and they've turned them into you know something on paw patrol right <laughs> and i'm not i'm not knocking it i'm just saying that's what it, you've got to be careful and so so what's going on with uh, the NFL franchise in Washington, D.C., is something we're familiar with. And again, back to the Dixie State thing, I just found this interesting. You know, when you drive the 15 through there, on the left, there's a, there's a hill, and there's a, a giant D painted into the hill. It stands for Dixie State University, obviously. And I did some research on that, and come to find out, every year since 1915... Students climb that hill and they whitewash the rocks so that, you know, the representation of the university is up on the hill. And then I found out, this is not funny. It's just, it's just the way things are, you know? The way things are today, it, it just has to be like this. There's no intent. I don't believe there was intent in any of this. But when you hear it, you go, oh, that figures. Son of a bitch, that figures. So, 
the big white D on the hill, that hill is called Black Hill. So basically, students every year since 1915 go up onto Black Hill and whitewash it. You just can't make that stuff up. So look, I wouldn't doubt, it would have to go through the, I assume, the state legislature in Utah, but Dixie State University will become probably what? University of Utah St. George or University of St. George? or It's like 11,000 students. It's not a tiny university. And that town's kind of cool. I mean, except for the fact that it's in Utah, it's <laughs> which is a whole different segment. So you probably heard that the NFL franchise in Washington, known as the Redskins, came out with a news release today that says, we are announcing we will be retiring the Redskins name and logo upon completion of a review. So they're going to change it. And, you know, I'm, Dude loves tradition, and I, I love old-school NFL football teams. I love the Raiders and the 49ers and the Packers and the Bears, all the old stuff. I'm not a big fan of the Panthers or the Jaguars or any of the newer teams because it just doesn't seem right, you know? So I, I get the tradition on this. And by the way, changing the name the Redskins has been going on forever. For years, people have been trying to convince ownership of the Washington NFL franchise to change the name because it's considered racist by many. It's, it's considered derogatory by many. Now the intent, I don't believe, and I don't know how you argue with this. The intent wasn't to make fun of native Americans or belittle them. It was designed because they're powerful. They're warriors. They're they're You know, so that was the, you know, I think the intent was to make them tough. And, you know, growing up as kids, cowboys and Indians, it was the whole thing. And you got the cowboys in, in Texas and the whole. So, but that doesn't really matter in that it's just after George Floyd, it, the tide has turned. And things like this that can be considered harmful to other groups of people probably need to go. What I, what I really find interesting, and again, this has been going on with, with the Redskins forever, is, is Dan Snyder only seven years ago in USA Today, he said this, we'll never change the name. It's that simple. Never. You can use caps. Actual quote from the owner of the Washington Redskins, Dan Snyder, who from all accounts is kind of a douche. He just is. But it, com it comes down to this individuals whether they're native american tribes or they're like hey you need to change the name you know it, it, they've been doing this forever it takes fedex who has the naming rights to the stadium it's fedex field or whatever it is fedex came out like on july 1st was it and said it would remove signage and they have a $205 million stadium naming rights deal, and they were going to end it six years before its expiration. Come to find out, $45 million of that was due at the end of the 2020 season. So that's a lot of money. They just were tired of it. And I guess one of the owners of the Redskins, uh, I guess Dan Snyder has 60% of it. One of the guys is like the guy who runs FedEx. 
So they were saying, we're not going to be associated with this. And that, that is what kind of led the charge. Because then soon after that, Nike removed all the merchandise from, from Washington's team from the online store. Then Walmart followed suit, Target, Dick's Sporting Goods, Amazon. Then after that, uh, corporate sponsors of the Redskins um, encouraged the change. PepsiCo, Bank of America, Nike all came out and said, look, you got to change the name. So that's what typically happens, right? When this kind of situation comes up, it's typically, you know, find the money. If, if they're not going to, if it's going to cost more to keep the name, then you're going to get rid of it. So in the media release, uh, I'm reading for it. Dan Snyder and Coach Rivera are working closely to develop a new name and design approach that will enhance the standing of our proud tradition, rich franchise, and inspire our sponsors, fans, and community for the next 100 years. Hopefully they're not trying to come up with a name that in 100 years will offend people. <laughs> maybe, maybe you stay, steer clear of that, man. But what I found interesting in, in, the, in the way they worded it, and this just proves it. It says, design approach that will enhance the standing of our proud tradition, rich franchise, and inspire our sponsors, fans, and community for the next 100 years. So, what's most important to Dan Snyder? Sponsors, the money is. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's a business. It's a business. He's there to make money. He's not doing it for free. But if you lose PepsiCo and Bank of America and Nike and FedEx, you can't really operate a business so sponsors are most important to dan snyder then fans and then community so this change isn't out of the goodness of his heart he wouldn't change it and there are a lot of people that don't think he should change it i've kind of struggled with this because I, I, I believe it should be changed i believe it's inappropriate it, it's just it's past its time it's 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 ready to go it's expired take it off the shelf but i'm also the person that if i don't like something i just don't use it or spend my money on it you know so if i really there's a pasta company that it came out that the ownership is is um, homophobic anti-gay anti-lgbtq all of that i just don't buy it i'm not gonna make a i'm not gonna do a post on social media you know encouraging people to boycott i just stop buying it you know, the thing recently with Goya, the, the Hispanic food company, uh, with the president. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if, if you believe he supports this guy and you don't like that guy and you don't want to buy the products, don't buy it. And with, with Washington's football team, not that I would buy the stuff anyway, but okay, fine. I won't watch him on TV. I'm not going to buy or wear any of the swag. And kind of that's my own little mini protest. But money is attached to this, and this is not going to be a, a money-losing endeavor for Dan Snyder and the Redskins, you understand? Because every Washington fan is going to have to update their swag, so when they do come up with a new slogan, or the new mascot, or the new team name, everybody's going to want to get new stuff. So the merch will come back, and they will make their money on it. They're about due to re-sign a new na naming rights deal. I guess this one with FedEx is from 1999. 205 million over, you know. I don't know what the what Allegiant paid. I can't remember for for the Raiders Stadium, but it's a hell of a lot more than that for a shorter period of time, isn't it? I might be wrong, but 205 million 20 years ago for this entire 20 what 27 year deal. 
So that's coming up. And if, if he can improve the value of the team by changing the name, Dan Snyder's not going to go to bed hungry. Let's just put it that way. But I, I do find it just kind of interesting with when we talked about Dixie State University in Utah and how that word has got to go. And I don't even know what they do with, you know, we went up to uh, Duck Creek, which is in the Dixie National Forest. I, I don't know if, if that's something that's going to happen. They've got to change that. I, I don't know. But, you know, the Dixie Chicks, the country music band that back in the day ticked off, you know, commented about George W. Bush and then country music radio went, pound sand, girls. They dropped the Dixie. They're now just the Chicks. Lady Annabellum, another country band, they're mired in some legal lawsuit because they went, they'd want to drop Annabellum, so they're Lady A, but there's an R&B singer from L.A. that's been called Lady A for 30 years, and they're suing for trademark, but they, they dropped the name because of what's going on in our world. I don't know if, um, if the, the waxy cups will <laughs> just become the cups and not the, you know, I don't know if Dixie cups are going to go away. But it is, it is interesting to check out, you know, what's going to happen. And I've, I've looked at a few of the different names. The one that seems to stick with everybody, there's a few actually. But the Warriors, because you can keep, you know, Warriors aren't inherently Native Americans. And it's not a, an offensive term, you know. That's why I think that the, uh, the Braves or the Kansas City Chiefs, that they're not going to have to change it because it's more of a, just more of a, it's not a, it's not a slur. It's just a noun. And, and it's, so, I don't know. Maybe they will. I don't think so. We've talked about Florida State and the Seminoles, and apparently the Seminole Nation is like all for it. It's, it's a love affair. They, it's a proud thing for the Seminoles, apparently. I don't know. I'm not Seminole, but I've heard this. So they're going to have to get rid of Redskins. Red Tails is the one that I've heard thrown about that, that is, would be an honor to the Tuskegee Airmen. Apparently the back of their planes were painted scarlet. So the red tails, and you could go, that'd be pretty cool. Um, and then the joke ones, the Karens, the fighting Karens, the, <laughs> the pig skins, the, the red skin potatoes. That way you don't have to change anything, except maybe you just take the Native American man out and you put those little red potatoes up there with a feather coming out, I guess, because <laughs> those are red skin potatoes. And by the way, they're delicious. And I don't know why I think this, but I believe they're, they're better for you than, than regular russet potatoes. But I don't know. Jokingly, people have said uh, <laughs> the foreskins, which, you know, I know is not going to happen. And I don't even want to know what that logo looks like. But it's still kind of funny. And then I thought, well, maybe they just dump the red part. And just call them the skins. Right? As kids, and even, even maybe now if you're doing a little pickup basketball, you played shirts and skins. So you're the skins. Nice and short. Take away the Native American stuff. And then I realized, what movie was it? Uh... Uh, Boys in the Hood. <laughs> you the skins on what? You see, Cuba Gooding Jr. as Trey Styles is on the couch talking to his girlfriend Brandy, who lives across the uh, the street. They both go uh, to college in Atlanta uh, at separate colleges, but just across the way from each other. Just in case you're wondering. And he's asking if he's gonna if he's gonna get the skins or what. But he doesn't realize that he doesn't know how to work the call waiting, and he clicks over, and it's his mother. And he says that to his mother. Trey, this is your mother. Oh, hi, Mama. And he, he's smart because he just keeps moving. So if you change the name to the skins, you got that connotation. And then, you know, the idea of, uh, oh, I'll take the skins. And three points. And why wouldn't you? Because <laughs> you're getting the skins and three points. So we'll see what direction Dan Snyder, legitimate NFL douche, and the Redskins go with their team name, and then, you know, 
Will the Braves or Chiefs be thrown into the mix? We know Cleveland and the Indians are in a review process, and they got they got rid of Chief Wahoo. Is that the name? Some time ago, um, I've heard. I, I don't know where I read this, but I guess back in the day, early days of baseball, you know, early 1900s, they were the Cleveland Spiders. And I know you've seen the Cleveland C that they wear, but imagine that with a spider web in the top corner, and it was kind of cool. So perhaps they'll become the spiders. We'll have to see. Um, we have a song of the week for you. It's all about, uh, you know, wonderful advice for you uh, in a world that is a bit challenging right now. And it's called Don't Be a Dick. With apologies to uh, Lennon and McCartney. <laughs> Here's some helpful advice as you enter a contentious and complicated world. When you find yourself losing your temper, calm your tits with this little trick. Hear my words of wisdom, don't be a dick. Although your co-workers can be assholes, count to ten in your mind real quick. And hear my words of wisdom, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. When you see that jerk-off dude in Costco without a mask acting like he's slick I give you permission just this one time, be a dick When he screams about his rights and freedom, you can tell him you hope he gets sick Keep your voice down but make sure to tell him he's a dick Don't be a dick Just a tip kids, wearing a mask during sex will not prevent the spread of chlamydia. It's the Church of Spenstology podcast. Wear a mask anyway. It's for other stuff. Plus, if you're wearing it for that, you're probably wearing it wrong. <laughs> hey man, thank you for checking in to the Church of Spenstology podcast, episode 137. My name is Spence, and here's where you can find me. Follow Spence on YouTube. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Spenstology at S-P-E-N-C-E-T-O-L-O-G-Y and check out Spenstology.com. Yeah, the website is updated pretty frequently with new songs, bits, and comedy. And if you don't know, the Church of Spenstology podcast is now available on Apple and Google. So uh, subscribe and whatnot. Thanks for listening, man.